0: Last time on Pokemon Rollout! Liliana defeated Marcus to earn a meeting with the head of the Scrafty Gang. She proposed they team up to go against the Trevenant Gang. The Scrafty Gang leader agreed as long as Liliana could provide proof that the Trevenant Gang wouldn't have any more strange Pokemon. Liliana met back up with Charlie and Professor Sneeze and they decided to battle the Ratu Gym. Once there, they met a short lady who was smoking a cigarette. The group followed her through a few corridors into the gym, but the lady pushed a button, making the floor give way to a battle pit filled with stagnant water, an armored trainer, and his shield-on. A battle ensued with the smoking lady releasing her scrub. Our heroes released Chomps the Gyarados, Aaron the Timber, and Atlas the Shield-on. Chomps unleashed a fury of attacks, but did very little damage before fainting. Charlie fell asleep to a lovely kiss from the smoking lady, and the armored trainer sent a fury of attacks amongst his opponents. Liliana was able to faint the trainer's shield on, after which he released a Bronzor. The Bronzor was able to take out Aaron the Timber, so Liliana sent out Trigger her Machop. Katana had taken out the Scrup, leading the Smoking Lady to send out her coughing, which promptly exploded. The battle continues today on Pokemon Rollout.
1: Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name?
2: I'm Paul, and I play Charlie Smoke Show Pine. <laughs> I'm Michael, and I play Professor Flew.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: we broke Lydia. <laughs> I <laughs> don't <laughs>
1: we're already having entirely too much fun today. Uh, So I should put a stop to that as soon as possible.
0: I think there
3: was something in the gas that exploded
1: out of that coughing. Well, uh, speaking of that coughing exploding... um, (laughs) Segway! Yep, um, a moment after the explosion and dust clears with uh, Atlas looking fine, Katana clinging to the last bits, and Trigger having been knocked clear being knocked out as well, the coughing... uh, smoking on the ground shakes slightly and then explodes again and katana katana and atlas lose one quarter of their hp Jeepers. the ability aftermath Ugh. Oh. yep don't apply weaknesses or resistance do not apply stats
4: well that's a bit of a bummer trigger is down and out I have no Pokemon on the field at the moment. Yep,
1: and we are up to Charlie for his turn.
2: Okay, so we have an Exploded Coughing, we have a. And we have a Bronzer on the field. A bronzer. Yes, yeah. as
1: well as the two trainers. As well as the two mm-hmm. trainers, the trainers. One trainer
3: is still liquid.
1: Oh, yes, one of the trainers is, yes, liquid under the water, under the, under the oh. stuff around you. You can't tell was... where she
2: is, actually. Um. Yeah, so Charlie's going to... And the win conditions are to feint our opponent's Pokemon and to give them each an injury? Give Yeah, give them each an injury. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Then again, they didn't give you any win conditions, so you're hoping they'll stop.
2: <laughs> right. Uh, Charlie uh, picks up a rock and hucks it at the, I suppose... Um, when the the trainer's liquid, I can't really throw things at her, can I? Nope, you can't even tell
1: where she is. Because she's... She's sunk into the water around you. This isn't
2: a Rob thing where I could take a one out of eight chance and hopefully get her, could I? Uh, (laughs) nope,
1: she is literally part of the water around you. Gross.
2: Okay. (laughs) Um, so I'm gonna pick up a rock and I'm gonna throw it at the armored guy. Okay. Uh, that is a fifteen. That hits. Cool. Uh, so that's going to be uh, 30 physical normal damage. Okay, that did
1: 6 damage. Which is not quite enough to give him an injury. And so uh, Charlie picks up a rock, fits into his thing slot, and wings it across where it clangs off of one shoulder and then smacks him upside the head. <laughs> and he kind of like jerks for a second and then glares over at Charlie like, Did you just throw a rock at
4: me?
2: Charlie waves
1: (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile the woman uh, like there's a swirl in the water and then the woman reforms in one corner of the room and like a little bit of liquid and stuff seems to kind of cling around her ever so slightly I guess like film around her but uh, otherwise she seems unscathed and she returns her coughing and then kind of looks at at another Pokeball in her hand and goes may as well. Aladdin, come on out! So she tosses out a Pokémon and... Um, well, first of all, immediately the smell gets a little bit worse. <laughs> and you see a familiar Pokémon, uh, that you know as a Trubbish. Just out of the Pokémon, kind of land in among the things. It actually blends in pretty well with the other stuff floating around in the water around you, and uh, it kind of looks around in a bit of confusion for a moment before... Actually, it, it kind of looks around, and then it grabs uh, just two pieces of junk around it, and just eats them. Oh, okay.
2: mm-hmm.
1: It uses stockpile.
2: Mm. Alright, uh, Katana then, I think she was going to... As I said, uh, don't think that the... Bronzer can do a whole lot to her, so she's going to uh, just go out and attack it with
1: a phage attack. Yeah, on the Bronzer?
2: On the Bronzer, yes. Okay. Uh that's a 13 for accuracy. So, so it, not I a mean, crit. hits. Yeah, it's not, not a grit, though. And an 8, 10, so that's going to be uh, 37 dark physical damage. 37 should, should
1: dark at least be neutral. Physical. So that does 39 dark physical damage. Ooh. Which is enough to give the Bronzor an injury, but not enough to faint it. So the Bronzor is actually floating pretty high above the ground at this moment, and so Katana just kind of glances at it, and then there's a dark blur and you see it bounce off one wall, hit the Bronzor in midair, causing a giant uh, clang like like a symbol just got struck, and then Katana lands right where she was before.
0: Hmm.
1: And the bronzer is kind of floating a little bit more drunkenly than it was before. With a, with a small <laughs> dent in it.
4: Alright. I am going to release grunge. And then I will also do um rock smash on the bronzer. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, with your whip yeah,
1: it's within range. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Doesn't matter though. What'd you roll? <laughs> You got a two for accuracy a two,
1: yeah unfortunately the drunken weavings of the bronze are actually means that uh, when you flick out with your whip you just miss
3: I am exhausted
1: oh so you can't do anything
3: well not 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 anything I think uh, I can't do standard wait is shift action the same as a move action yes a shift I'm... action and move action are the same thing okay so I can't do yeah I can't do anything mm-hmm Oh yeah, because you just used Hyper Beam, didn't you? Yeah, I just used Hyper Beam. Yep. Okay, so... So.
1: Yeah, so... uh, And you just got thrown across the room by your shield on, too, so that probably didn't help. Mm -hmm.
4: And I will have Grunge use Fire Fang on the bronzer, hopefully get a better accuracy check, (laughs) which I do at 17.
2: Alright, that hits.
4: 35 Fire Physical.
1: That did eleven fire physical damage. It's not quite enough to faint it. Um, perhaps not making, still not making things better for Professor Sneeze. Grunge looks around because remember the bronzer floated straight up to get out of the way of the explosion. Mm-hmm. So um, Grunge looks around and sees that Professor Sneeze is still kind of struggling up to his feet, and so he jumps over, jumps on top of Professor Sneeze's back, and vaults <laughs> off of him. Ooh. Onto Liliana's shoulders, which then vaults off of that, on, and to hit the Bronzor with his bites.
4: Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Are you okay, sneeze?
1: He's panting heavily.
3: Get
0: up. Okay.
4: Can Liliana like catch Grunge in her arms and just hug him? <laughs> sure. Like, oh, you did so good.
1: Meanwhile, the trainer who's been looking around and he just used King Shield. Yeah. All right. He steps forward towards he steps forward towards Atlas actually and looks down on him and says my apologies little brother and then he uh, goes down and swings his sword as a metal claw which hits yes yep, because it hits and it does 25 steel physical damage
3: so none.
1: Yeah. So with the clang, uh, Atlas once again positions his shield so that it bounces off of him. Yep.
3: Atlas is a beefy boy.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, imagine Atlas just, uh, Atlas just kind of like noses and like kind of like little, gets a little scratching from the metal claw. Like, oh yeah, a little bit to the <laughs> left. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Good job. <laughs> 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 you
1: well, know, the bronzer kind of like is still spinning and it finally stops. And looks over, and it sends out a pulse of. How does that work with this? It doesn't. Okay. Um, It sends out a pulse of purple energy, which spreads out into the walls and then collapses in towards Atlas. Mm. So it hits with Psi Wave. It rolled a twenty, which means nothing for Psi Wave. You can be happy about that because it doesn't. It it can't. You can't break with Psi Wave. Yeah yep but uh, he does take 38 psychic he, he loses 38 HP
3: right like he can't that's just not Yep. do not apply weaknesses resistance loss. do not
1: apply stats do apply immunity so right uh, so atlas loses 38 HP
3: Atlas is down
1: so the waves crash into Atlas's head and roomman like there's no physical damage it looks like he's just standing there and finally he just kind of Sinks down to his knees.
3: And no.
2: Yeah. Um. So Charlie's. Uh. For now, he's just going to use his. Um. Uh. Pull out a rock, and he's gonna chuck it at the lady. Or a maybe a piece of metal. I think is what we decided. Mm. Okay. Yes. There mm. a piece. of the wall or something. mm <laughs> Uh. It's a ten. Okay. That hits. All right? am rolling my d8, so that's a 5 plus 25, 30. That did 15
1: damage to her, which is enough to give her an injury. Ooh. So, yeah, so the rock goes flying from your sling, sling and kind of catches her on the side of the head and gives her, like, uh, gives her a slight cut there. So Expressively, and she's like. <sighs> And, and she, yeah, you know, reacts to it and actually sticks a hand up, which, remember this hand was in that water before, so you're not sure how sanitary this is. <laughs>
0: so,
1: she kind of, like, sticks a hand to kind of block through and just... Right, and she kind of, like, puts both her hands up like she's stepping out and steps back from the area where the fighting is. Uh, which brings us, actually, up to her Trubbish's turn. Ooh, fast boy. And Trubbish is glancing around to see what's going on in this fight and it turns... Actually, towards uh, grunge this time, and opens up uh, its mouth and just spits out a glob of purpley green goop, which hits.
2: What is with these dice rolls?
1: Yeah, right. Doing amazingly good again. Uh, he just, yeah, mm-hmm. I just crit again.
4: Ah, oh, Grunge just came out. Yep, and Grunge
1: just took forty-nine poison special damage, and is poisoned.
2: Ugh. You know when, when I p- said when I said that I play uh, uh, PT competitively, I was joking, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so it spat out this purpley green goo, which just splatters all over Grunge, he's not happy about it.
4: So, I think that's two injuries, right? That that's is two injuries. Yep. Yay! She and don't forget s-
1: that he is poisoned.
4: Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. Alright, uh, Katana... Oh, here's how we remove going to do this. Uh, Katana's going to try and finish off the bronzer, so she's going to do another... Uh, no, she can't do another. I she take it not. back. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Did not say that. Uh, she... Is going to um, do a Fury Cutter attack. Okay. On, on the Bronzer with the uh, hope to hope uh, hopefully knock it out. That's uh, an 8. An eight. 3. That hits. Okay. Uh, 31 buzz phys- Bug Physical, yes. Buzz Physical, yes. Buzz okay. Physical. <laughs> <laughs> that did
1: 7 Bug Physical damage. Yeah. Which is just enough to give the Bronzor another injury and faint it.
0: <laughs>
1: so Katana again leaps off the wall. This time you can see her, like, she plunges one of her uh, arms into the wall to kind of brace herself on it and then shifts off, off of it. Shifts off, shifts off of it and goes with a swing, a slice across the Bronzor. There's a much more muted clash this time. And the Bronzer kind of actually freezes for a second and then turns and just splashes into the water and sinks
2: and with that I'm going to uh, use uh, an AP to um, uh, use round trip Okay. which is uh, after your Pokemon has uh, performed a move, switch it for another Pokemon so we're going to put uh, Nilly out instead of uh, so I'm going to beckon Katana back and I'm gonna send uh, Nilly out the Nilly the Cadaver out right away sounds good
4: uh, there's really only one move that Liliana is, like, good with for it.
0: Well, Let's
2: hmm. see. Is this attack being brought to you by Razzle Dazzle Cola? <laughs> <laughs> the taste is astonishing. <laughs> I will say, you did, you
1: did already use Double Team at the beginning of battle. So you, you do have uh, those all already. You you haven't used any of your coats yet.
4: Oh, man okay well i'm gonna use one of them now because i roll like a moron apparently okay um
1: so yeah plus two to your next accuracy roll
4: okay and then i'll also do rock smash again since that's really the only helpful move since everything else is like dark
1: (laughs) (laughs) the Trubbish or the trainer
4: uh we're gonna go after the trainer okay Okay. So I didn't need it because I rolled an 18 for accuracy this time. <laughs> nice. 22 fighting physical.
1: <sighs> right. Oh, uh, what's the other thing that uh, happens when you roll like what what's what's what is the effect Or Yeah, what's the effect of rock smash?
3: Loses
0: the target's uh,
1: defense one combat stage right.
4: Yeah. All right, oh, so. on on 17 plus. So
0: yeah,
1: so then yep. she have that lowered then. Yeah, so so that d- happens. Uh, what happens here is Liliana goes up and smashes against, or, like, swings down a fist towards the trainer who sees it and shifts to one side, uh, meaning that you only struck a glancing blow rather than a, str- a strong hit. You did no damage, but your strike knocked one of his shoulder guards completely off. Mm. So he lost that. <laughs> he lost a combat
3: stage. Good
4: fear me! <laughs> I'm <even> getting <laughs> so sick and tired of this, this is just disgusting!
3: Um, alright, I'm gonna return Atlas. Well done Atlas, you are such a good boy! <laughs> alright, Schmoopy, let's finish this off, come on out! And I send Schmoopy out. Shmoopy, uh, yes. And I'm gonna go with a tri-attack on the Trubbish. Okay. No. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, we're gonna do the tri attack on the trainer. Okay. So. Hitting him. Come on. 10 to hit. That no, hits. Uh, yeah. 10 to hit. Um I'm Use my d8. 43 normal special damage.
1: Alright. You power up your hair muscles and fire a burst of spinning, glowing, multicolored energy that. Strikes down on him, and he disappears in a flash of light. And then, when the light clears, you see that he has once again pulled his shield from his back and held it in front of him.
0: Mm-hmm. This time he used
1: to Protect. Uh, and he takes no damage.
4: I'm gonna get you one of these days! Alright, so I'm going to have Grunge use Reversal, which is great, since he's got two injuries, so that gives him a couple more
1: points. Yes. What is he using reversal on?
4: On the uh, trainer.
1: On the trainer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Get
4: him, get him, get
1: him. So first roll accuracy.
4: I got a 17.
1: 17 hits. 43.
4: 43
1: fighting physical. Fighting physical. Alright, that did 23 fighting physical damage which is enough to give him an injury. Yes. So Grunge, uh, kind of shaking his head and looking around, he just leaps forward and basically just cannons into, or actually uh, looks like he's about to jump towards the man's stomach, and so uh, he kind of shields himself like that, but he actually goes between the guy's legs, jumps off the wall, and slams into his newly unprotected back. So causing him to stagger forward slightly, he kind of, uh, he looks around at you and then uh, gives you a salute with his giant greatsword and sheathes it <laughs> and steps back.
3: <laughs> the little puppy. <laughs> All right. Shmoopy, hit that drummush with a mud bomb. So we're going to break out some ground type moves on him. Uh, that's a 16 to hit. Hey, which will lower his accuracy by one. All right. That hits. We're going to trade in the uh, Dry for Digestion buff, dealing 10 additional damage. 32 ground special damage. No, 30, 42.
1: 42. 42 ground special?
3: 42 ground special with Mud Bomb.
1: That did 44 yep. damage.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, which is enough to give the Trubbish two injuries, but not quite yeah. enough to faint it. So Schmoopy looking around and seeming completely unconcerned about all the filthy water that she's standing in.
3: Yeah, she doesn't mind.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of looks around and then just rears back and spits out a giant glob of mud, which splashes over the trubbish and causes it to kind of stagger. More things there, and uh, sitting there, and you're looking around, and the uh, uh, you like the trubbish kind of pulls itself back together, and then a red beam of light hits it, and it returns to its normal. <laughs>
3: And he goes, I think we'll call it here. Yeah, you will. We need to see Yash. So stop telling us not to. Uh,
1: Yash isn't seeing anyone at the moment.
3: You don't understand. It's important.
1: Uh, the two the two, kind of exchange looks and uh, the man walks over and kind of puts his hand on the woman's shoulder. He's like, no. I don't believe you understand Uh, What do you know of our gym leader? She's a good surgeon
4: (laughs) She doesn't come out much Except on special occasions Which this is one
1: Building off of both of those What has most recently occurred in Raw 2?
4: Well there was a power
3: outage Of course Mm -hmm. Um, Because there are people attacking And doing stuff like that And we need to stop them (laughs) I don't disagree, but Yash
1: is currently in her surgery wing. Uh, she hmm. went in as soon as the power outages began. It seems that her own personal wing is on its own sort of uh, is on its own system, so it doesn't seem to be suffering from the power outages—at least not as badly as in other places. But she hasn't left since uh, the day bef- since they began. And does she eat? Does she sleep? She's been in there for days at a time before. In fact, sometimes weeks. I assume she does, but not not outside of that area. Mm. Uh, the the woman kind of looks at you. Um, are you guys making any rolls for this, or is it just...
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we play with dice? I know.
0: <laughs> Crazy. And it's
1: not only for battle, then.
4: Wow! (laughs) I'm trying to think what
2: Charlie would do with this because so the main reason we're getting Yash there there are a few reasons for it right? Because we're trying to get her to um, help kind of quell the gang wars kind of? Mm -hmm. But mostly so we can get her to the Trevenant to stop from killing Linnaeus right? Right. Yeah, That's the big one. And honestly Charlie doesn't really care about Linnaeus. (laughs) <laughs> he wants to catch the Trevenant, but he doesn't care about Linnaeus, so. As long as you got your priorities straight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling a
3: charm, and I got an 11 on charm. Okay. Uh, um,
2: let's, I don't, Charlie's going to roll a guile uh, in the sense to like to try to persuade
4: these mm-hmm. people. Oh, um, that's what I was going to roll, too. Okay. <laughs> oh, what did you get? I got a 13. Um, Let's find out. Um.
2: Let's see. It's gonna be a nine plus two, so it's an eleven. Okay. All right.
1: And you're basically saying the same things you've you've already said.
3: He's More bad. or less. Okay. Like, I'm gonna say too. There, there's a really important thing that's outside of Ratu that that we need to have Yash help with. But you know, it's it's it could also likely affect Ratu in in the long run, because. Um, it knows where we were going. So, um. <laughs> uh, the two tra-
1: the two trainers look at each other uh, for a long, and then uh, the woman says, "Well, you know, Yash didn't say that no one was allowed to come to go to her, and goes technically true, but you weren't you, you didn't grow up with her.
3: It's-
4: I can handle the
3: sight of blood." <laughs>
4: I'm from this area. She's so wonderful.
3: <laughs>
1: if you wish I'll cover to...
4: Charlie's eyes.
1: <laughs> if you wish to enter into Yasha's surgery wing to come get her, I will not stop you. I myself would not go near that place. But...
3: Uh, I, I am willing to take the risk. Let's, Let's do it. Again. Well. Yeah. Is that offensive to you, Liliana, if I I call us the gang?
4: (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. She kind of, like, rolls her eyes because she's like, he doesn't understand what... (sighs) Yeah, yeah, we're a gang.
1: (laughs) Yash's surgery wing is not actually connected to the gym. It's around near the back of the area. It has its own entrance and is actually sealed off from the rest of... Uh, or the rest of the hospital. If you wish to go there, you may. I feel like I, I, we will not stop you.
3: Less yapping, more snapping.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so are you guys heading out then? Yep. Yes. Yeah, bring us to the surgery wing. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you guys head out, um, so you're heading outside, and you realize that you are that it is getting closer to the evening at this point.
4: Can... Can, just like, on the way, can we maybe heal some things up?
1: Yep. So you're going to head to the uh, Pokemon Center to heal up your Pokemon?
2: Yeah. That might be, that might be might a like good idea. To...
1: Sounds like a plan. Yay. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Alright. So you're healing up your Pokemon and heading towards the surgery ring as night falls.
3: hmm
4: Oh boy. I give you the I'm right excited. One? <laughs> you better hope so.
3: Um with our Pokemon Center stop, are we allowed to swap our team a little bit?
1: Uh yes, if you so choose. so choose. Um,
3: I I'm giving uh, boss a break and uh taking out for a for a spin for the first time uh Jane, my Yamask. Uh, okay,
2: right. I remember if uh, grandpa my um <laughs> uh, coffee Cofagrigus? Yes. Cof- Cofagrigus would be uh, cool. <laughs> Your coffee his name is Grandpa, yeah,
4: that's amazing.
2: Because remember, uh, he, it was no, referred sorry, to it's, as it's, it's Grandpa. G-Paw. G-Paw is what it, G-Paw. I named it. Oh, but yeah, because remember the whoever we were battling, like he summoned his ancestors. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm.
4: So I switched out my Litwick Cadence for my Greedle Spicy. And I switched out air in the timber for my Zerura bruise.
1: Alright, and then everyone's ready to go then? Yep. 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 Alright, so as uh, you, you enter into Yash's Surgery Wing just as it heads towards Nightfall. So, in the reception area, Yash's Surgery Wing has a sweet, almost floral scent. To it mixed with something strongly metallic. The walls are painted a flat, featureless pale gray, and the floor is gray tiles to match. Entering into the reception area, you see that the area is largely devoid of chairs for patients and visitors to sit at. It's almost like the room was there simply because the building is technically part of the hospital, rather than under any expectation that there would be visitors. Um, a large mahogany desk sits across the front of the room, lacking most of the paperwork and other materials that would mark it out as a proper reception desk. On the wall behind the desk is a set of double doors made of a dark jungle wood, standing closed. Stenciled above the doors in neat black block letters are the words Intensive Care Unit. Floating behind the desk is a spherical blue-gray orb about a foot in diameter with small horseshoe-shaped curb, with a, a small horseshoe-shaped curve of metal jutting out from either side of it. The orb also seems to have three screws inside of it, two near the bottom of the orb and one on the center of the top. The, yeah, the center of the top. The blue-gray orb is marred by jagged streaks of reddish-brown that dimple the smooth surface of the orb and pass across the series of concentric blue-black rings that seem to constitute an eye of some sort. The orb's eye snaps up as you enter the building, sparks of electricity sputtering out of its horseshoe-shaped protrusions as it studies you. Um, Two hallways lead off to the right and left of the reception area. Each one has a few doors on either side of the halls, the doors labeled numerically as patient rooms. The rooms seem to be empty from where you're standing, the lights are off in each of them and they don't seem to have windows to the outside. The right hallway extends for about 25 feet before taking a left turn out of sight. On the back wall is a small sign indicating that the cafeteria is in that direction. The left hallway is shorter. About, 25, at about After about 25 feet, it terminates in a blank wall. The farthest door on the right side of the left hallway has a small brass plaque on it, denoting it as the boiler room. Standing at the end of each of the hallways and in the corners is an odd sculpture on each side. A chrome spinnerack crouched upon a blocky metal contraption, looking almost like a washing machine. On a closer look, the dimensions of the spinnerack are all wrong. It has too many legs, and its body is thinner and oddly elongated. The spinnerack sculptures also seem to be headless. Uh, Can I get a medicine or and or tech education check?
0: Ooh, I got you on a medicine.
3: Both my. Best educations. Charlie <laughs> has some tech.
2: I'm I a got semi-go. a
4: 9 for medicine.
3: Uh, how about a 12 for tech? Hmm. 3 for medicine, 9 for tech.
1: Okay. Um, Liliana, you realize taking a closer look at the floating creature, you actually uh, recognize what it is because. Ooh of what you get from the medicine. Uh, This magnemite is a survivor of iron rot, a disease that afflicts steel types, especially when they've been in contact with excessive amounts of water. Uh, This disease is especially bad for magnemites and their evolutions. Judging by the depth and severity of the scars, this magnemite should have lost its eye. Um, The tech education check. Uh, Charlie, what you get, someone actually built a new eye and grafted it into this magnemite. The technology on display here is beyond anything you've imagined. You've never seen anything like it before. A few moments after you arrive, uh, the metal orb, so the magnemite, shakes itself slightly, and the sparks it's emitting coalesce into a bolt of electricity, which it fires not at you, but at the ceiling. The bolt of lightning strikes the lights at the ceiling, and the reception area is immediately plunged into darkness. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, you're up. Uh. If you, you have, if you have dark? if you have if you have Pokemon with dark vision or something giving you dark vision, uh, you can go back to 1. But if not or uh, oh. you or your Pokemon can go back to 1. But
3: um I'm glowing.
1: You are correct. How far does that glow Ooh. reach? Ha <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> ha. Second here. You have a good point.
2: Yay.
1: Nice. I completely forgot that uh, one of you is a Christmas
3: tree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have our alternate title.
0: Oh, oh <laughs> my <laughs> gosh. Um,
2: Professor Sneeze needs to get a um, uh, what's his name? A Zirka tree. He needs to get a Zirka tree. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Oh Professor
4: Sneeze, Professor Sneeze <laughs> Here's <laughs> how I will are do this. Your follicles.
1: So uh, basically one section around you is bright. Like, so, from one block around you is bright. You can see just fine one block around you. For two blocks around you... Uh, for, so, for two blocks past that, it's dim. You can still see, but you have a minus one to accuracy. And beyond that is still dark.
2: Um, so, just, like, mechanically, if I brought Bernie out to do, like, an ember, could he, like, hold an ember in his hand as, like, a flashlight, or is that ember just going to be, like, all over the place?
1: It will be uh, it, it will be a burst of... He, he does not... Does he have the glow capability? He does not. Okay, then he doesn't have that much control over his fire. Okay. He can fire it out, and you'll see a flash of where things are, but you won't—you uh, won't see beyond that. You can also—you um. Um, can also pick a specific square that you're firing at, if you so choose. Um, okay. But you still have a minus six to accuracy if you're yeah. if you're firing into the darkness
2: kind of wonder what about how creative katana could be about this because she does have dark vision Ooh. She is the archetype of creativity yeah Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah if, if yeah. you're
1: thinking of creative solutions with her go
2: nuts um so I, i'm gonna just kind of uh, she's on my shoulder hanging out i'm gonna turn to her and be like um hey you're you're stealthy because she actually has like stealth as a capability and she has dark vision is there anything you can do to like get these lights back back going? You, uh, go try you said
1: hey you're, and she vanished.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, can you roll a stealth check for her?
2: Yeah. how about sixteen and stealth?
1: Okay. So yeah, she pretty pretty well vanishes, I'm guessing, from every with everyone else's rolls.
2: Um, otherwise for Charlie himself, besides sending Katana to do that, he's, uh, like, um, uh, he looks and like, oh, good, I can kind of see with you over here, Professor Sneeze, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. um, so now what? <laughs> I will Pass. move forward just to the edge of this dim area that, uh, Professor Sneeze is lighting.
1: Alright, um, Professor Sneeze, can I get a perception check from you? Yes Six Six, alright, um A, several moments after this You realize on Professor Sneeze's turn So for right now you notice nothing But on Professor Sneeze's turn One of the first things he notices is that Archie's ball is gone Can I get a tech education check using Archie's, uh, tech education?
3: Oh boy Archie has better tech ed than I do and that's thinker. a fact, <laughs> and that's a fact. Eight tech, ed. Eight tech ed.
1: All right. Um. Charlie, actually, Charlie does not know. Katana, uh, having successfully taken Archie's pokeball and released him in, in a corner where no one seems to have noticed, he got from him that the um that that electric blast may have shorted out the lights, but since it seems like the Magnemite's been doing it pretty often. It's probably just a power surge, and there's somewhere nearby, most likely within the room, to flip the lights back on. So, uh, what's Like, there's probably a, a like a surge protector, or it, it probably just blew a fuse nearby. And the fuse box is fuse box is probably within the room, somewhere that a mm-hmm. Magnemite could both get to and use.
2: Um, do I need uh, so soon that she would uh, explore and find that? Do I need to roll something for her to look for it? Uh, probably a perception. Okay. Ooh, that's a nice one. 11. Um, looking around, Katana uh,
1: glances and, and is able to see the fuse box pretty easily enough uh, looking around. It's actually um, up into a side. we pretty high up on the ceiling area um, next to the doors to the ICU. Um, the other thing that she notices, however, when she's looking around is that the Magnemite doesn't seem to be having any issue with the dark. In fact, uh, only seeing that and actually hiding herself behind something is what keeps the Magnemite from seeing her.
3: Hmm.
1: You know what, um, so immediately after all this has happened and Charlie's figuring out what to do, an electronic whirr draws your attention to the hallways. The Spinnerack sculptures suddenly twitch, their spinely legs jerking slowly into motion as they crawl down the sides of their pedestals and drop to the floor. The two sculptures still again for a moment, and then, in eerie unison, they turn towards the reception room and scuttle towards you, their metallic footsteps only growing louder even as they disappear into the shadows. Behind them, the pedestals keep whirring. Doors open on the front of the pedestals, revealing a mess of jagged chrome parts. Long, thin arms telescope out of either side of the pedestals and reach into them, pulling out pieces of metal and assembling them atop the pedestal. The shape starts to look familiar. Uh, meanwhile, those two little spinnerack sculptures scuttle in, scuttle all the way across, and Liliana standing in the darkness. You suddenly feel some—you uh, suddenly feel what feels like a knife blade just scratch across one of your legs, and you take. Zero damage. Uh, 21 normal physical damage.
4: Okay.
2: Can Charlie try to do a perception hmm. or something at this time? because uh, I'm curious. Or maybe you can just answer this. If not, I mean, I'd be glad to roll for it. Are those mechanical Spinarak or are those type-shifted Spinarak? Uh, give me either
1: a Pokemon education or a tech education. Let's do some tech. Ooh, that's a- Really good wall. It's a 16. Um, seeing as they're headless, and they seem to be being built again on those pedestals, you'd guess they're mechanical. Even though you have not heard of actual automatons before this point. Hmm. Professor sneeze. Um, it scuttles into the shadows and then back out. The other one scuttles into the shadows and then back out into the open next to you.
3: Hmm.
1: And it rears up and claws at you. Um, but it's... It actually tangles itself up in its own legs and falls twitching to the ground. It tripped. It rolled a one.
3: Nice. (laughs) So it's just twitching... I'm still spooked by... "Ah, Get away!
4: Okay. Um, okay. Uh, she is going to... Uh, yeah. She's going to... Release Grunge And then hide in plain sight Perfect
1: Alright and then you're hiding in plain sight So give me yep. a
2: stealth
4: I rolled a 20
2: Charlie again forgets okay. who Liliana is It seems like it yeah.
4: <laughs> she All waves right. her hands in front of her face <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean at the moment Liliana you're in complete blackness So you don't even know where you are
4: Nope <laughs> What is this voice?
1: Oh dear <laughs> I didn't say you didn't know who you are. stabbed in the leg! I didn't say you didn't know who you are. Is
4: John
2: Cena? Oh boy, no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh man, those are so good!
3: <laughs>
1: Professor Sneeze, you're
3: up. <laughs> Alright. um... I'm going to do a number of things. I'm going to say, wait, no, we're just here to
2: see Yash. We're
3: just here to talk to her. We're not trying to attack or anything. Well, how are we supposed um, to
2: see Yash if it's all dark and stuff? Well, that's hey. why I
3: wanted to turn the lights back on. Um, then I'm going to move. Wait, are there attacks of opportunity in this system? Yep. Gah. Fine. Um, then I'm going to... Okay. Oh. I'm gonna attack the spinnerack thingy next to me with a try attack. Why not? Okay. We're gonna just whale on it right here. Net twenty. Nice. So yeah, roll um, double the dice, add double the first plus, and then plus your special
1: cuts. or special
3: attack. Right. Um, it's frozen. Also, I rolled that thing. Nice. Uh, so double the Good dice start. is gonna be. 68 normal special damage.
1: All right, that did 62 normal special damage, which uh, breaks it into its component parts. <laughs> so basically, uh, Professor Sneeze spins around and goes, ah! The thing powers up his ar- his hair muscles and blasts what is usually multicolored, but is at this point just like a cone of pure frost. And the spinner the sp- uh, rack is now a sculpture in truth, an ice sculpture.
3: <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I like it um, to name, so. Then I am going to completely realize my capacity as a flashlight and I'm going to take my full movement forward four steps
1: Okay. And Katana is surprised to find herself in dim light but she's hidden herself well enough that no one still <laughs> sees her. Uh, the other thing is, you did not release a Pokemon.
3: Right, because I had to move.
1: However, I released a Pokemon for you. Oh yeah, you did. So, if you so choose...
3: Well, I don't know where Archie is, so maybe I'll, I'll call out for Ar- Archie. Archie, where, where are you?
1: Also, the Magnemite appears happened. in the dim light <laughs> there. Yeah. And it kind of blinks and swivels towards Professor Sneeze, too. Like, what? How? Uh, so you yell Archie, and Archie, Archie pipes up from the corner of the room.
0: Mm.
3: Archie, you're okay?
1: Fine. Just...
3: Okay, um... Hey, why don't you help, help us out here? We need to find the light.
1: Katana on it.
3: Oh, okay, good. Um, Well, hey,
1: why don't you... Let me look at this. Machines will continue spitting out... Actually... We'll we'll continue releasing droids unless dealt
3: with. Um, what if... Actually, Archie, you know what? Why don't you, uh... Why don't you use your new move? Make it sunny in here! (laughs) Ah, because he has that move, the cold light effect, which makes it sunny. True. (laughs) A star is born. Yeah. Also, um... Other effects of this. It's sunny. This lasts for five rounds. Um, all combat stages are set to zero.
1: Oh. So that includes uh, Archie's
3: bonus to speed. Yes, it does. Um, in Anything that's invisible appears. Sneak checks are made at a minus two penalty and illusions won't work.
1: Yeah, so Archie nods and, <laughs> Archie nods and goes, sensible. I just thought of that. So we do anything, and it reveals. Um, since Liliana and both both you and Katana hid in uh, the darkness here, um, I'll say you can make a second stealth check. But for the second that the light reveals everything, uh, you can see
3: <laughs>
1: both. Imagining Liliana
3: is <laughs> standing there, all crouched, and like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Katana
1: and char- uh, Katana and. Uh, Liliana basically both share a moment where they're like, I was hiding perfectly well and then suddenly the lights came on.
4: (laughs) We both just like glare. (laughs) (laughs)
1: They they both turn to glare at uh, Archie. And Arch, like Katana gives Archie a glare and and Archie shrugs and goes, didn't ask.
4: (laughs) I am going to have Grunge run over to this blue spot here. As close to this miniature thing as he can get.
1: He melee is his movement deal. Yeah, so he doesn't. He's not in range to hit it yet.
4: Right.
1: Um, he could use intimidate on something within five meters of him.
4: Um. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. so... so
1: he intimidates and glares at it, and uh, it's. The way it reacts to being intimidated is essentially um, you see it kind of twitch slightly and turn its body slightly towards grunge. So it's always keeping grunge in its sights, which is slightly fouling its attacks. And that means so the Magnemite looks around and is just like, oh, it's bright. And what? And <laughs> it spins towards the one bright thing that it saw before this, which is Professor Sneeze.
3: What do you want from me?
1: And it charges up, thing with just a thum! Sound, a burst of uh, gray-white light fires towards Professor Sneeze and slams into him with mirror shots. Bless you with mirror shots, and it does uh, 39 steel special damage. Ow! Oh.
3: Um, Archie, let's let's take out those machines. Uh, go use fury swipes on on. That. Grunge has one. You go. You go towards the other one. Use. Just... Use Fury Swipes. What's his overland speed X? Seven. Seven. So he can move. So he can make, he can't it. Quite make it. No, he can. Oh, okay. So but yeah, by
1: cutting the corner he can make it.
4: He's like a really good knight in checks.
3: <laughs> Alright, and then he uses Fury Swipe now.
1: Alright. Roll. Uh, uh, roll to see if you crit. It's kind of hard to miss one, but
3: Sure. Fifteen, no crits. No crits, alright, so roll a D8. Six.
1: You hit three times,
3: so 14
1: is its damage base.
3: Fourteen, woo! That's a lot of D10s. Mm -hmm.
1: That is, okay, so 14 is 4 D10. Yep. Plus 15, plus his attack.
3: That is gonna be 52 normal physical damage.
1: 52, that did 42, which, uh, so... Archie charges up to the machine and hits it down with a bunch of really fast strikes which is able to crack, break apart the arms, uh, putting it back together and essentially smash the machine. So it is broken. Good to go, Archie.
2: <laughs> Alright, uh, here's what Charlie's gonna do. Uh, I, I guess, like, part of Charlie wants to de-escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. Um... But also he doesn't want these, like, metal spinner racks to be jerked, so he's going to come and, just because c- he doesn't have anything to ro- throw, he's going to come over here, take you and put uh, this one, like, right here so we can kind of corner it, um, and uh, he's just going to, like, he's going to punt the, the spinner rack. <laughs> okay, okay, well, not punt, right. he's, he's not going to pick it, but he's going to give it, like, a good old boot. So it's really That's just going to cool. be a struggle attack, but... Okay.
4: He's literally just going to give it a boot.
2: <laughs> yeah, here you boot go. The
4: <laughs> it's a good one. It's an oldie but a It was the one that he
2: pulled up from episode one.
4: <laughs>
3: oh, <yes. laughs> He's been holding on to it for just such a time as
2: this. Exactly, yes. All right, so I rolled a five on my D8, so that's going to be 23. Um, did you roll the hit? Uh, I mean, I guess I can.
1: <laughs> I'd prefer if you did that first
2: Um, five? <laughs> five Um With an...
1: The droid actually skitters out of the way of your kick
4: Aw
1: Sadly <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were giving it a boot, not the boot So this wasn't the time for the boot yet I but... suppose,
2: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: That's a special item
3: <laughs> Yes, very important uh, But Probably an evolution item. There you go. <laughs> oh,
4: you give it to a trubbish.
3: Oh, uh,
1: since you kicked at the spinach right now, it spins back towards Charlie now as the new target and kind of lowers what would be its head down and just jumps for like uh, and just jumps straight using its body as a force to cannon into Charlie with Iron Head. Ouch which is ridiculous because it doesn't actually have a head. It <laughs> and it does 33 steel physical damage to Charlie. Uh, Katana heads up to the Magnamites. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of... Walks up to him and just looks at it and it's kind of like jerking back and forth, and you see it kind of twitching and looking around at you. And Katana, after a long moment, just... Saw, like... She, she kind of seems to be trying to say something, but then it just keeps doing something, and then finally she looks around, notices that Charlie has ha, his back to her, while booting and being attacked by it, and mm-hmm. just sighs, <laughs> <laughs> and then steps forward and does a faint attack on the Magnemite. Hmm.
2: Let's roll for that Can you then.
1: roll accuracy Yeah, roll to see if it crits. Uh, no crit. No crit. Okay, so roll damage.
2: Alright, 6 and 6, so that's 12 on top of 27, so it should be 39 dark physical damage.
1: Okay, that did 23 dark physical damage, which isn't quite enough to give it an injury. I think it did. So there was a muffled clang as uh, Katana just slams into this magmite and then flips back onto the table and just it stands there as though nothing just happened. <laughs> also, the uh, machine that uh, Grunge is heading towards, the one that's still working, is still kind of yeah. whirring and putting things together. It looks like it's just about put together another Spinner after right
4: So by the time that it gets to his turn, it might be together? Or um, would that be probably like
1: next, next round it would be able to send out another one. So Grunge is still, well, should still be able to get to it.
4: Okay, so I'm going to use double team, and I don't know if we care about her moving.
1: So she's just she's not going to move at the moment.
4: Um, I suppose she shouldn't be standing right next to the spinner thing anymore. Um,
1: um, I will say since you're standing next to it, uh, yeah. You will need to do a disengage maneuver, which means you can move one square away without provoking an attack of opportunity. If you just okay. move, it can it can take a struggle attack against you.
0: Okay,
4: so so if I move one space, it doesn't matter; it won't do anything.
1: Yep. Uh, if you move, yeah, you'll you, yeah you'll just move one space and call it a disengage.
4: Okay, I'll do that. I'll just move for her over here.
3: Okay. Seeing that uh, Katana's attempt to reason with the Magnemite has failed, Professor Sneez is going to power up the hair muscles and send a weather ball firing at the uh, Magnemite. Okay. And that's a nine to hit. Nine hits. All right. And it's beefier now because it's fire type, for one, and it does more damage because it's sunny out. Ah.
2: Well, it's sunny in, but...
3: It's Sunny yin, yeah, that's right. Uh! (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's 34
1: fire special damage. That did 36 fire special damage, Mm
0: -hmm. which
1: is enough to give the Magnemite two injuries, but not quite enough to faint it. So as you power up the hair muscles and fire a weather ball, it kind of gathers the light from... uh, Archie's attack and turns into this ball of uh, bluish, like, cold fire which slams into the Magnemite and it knocks the Magnemite back and uh, slightly sets fire to the desk (laughs) in front of it. Um, Just mostly scorches it. It kind of burns itself out fairly quickly. The Magnemite kind of wobbles back up and its eye you you see it's twitching even more frantically now and it's like sparks are kind of bursting out of either side of the horseshoes.
0: Hmm.
4: Okay. So, Grunge is gonna run as close as he can to the machine so that then he can use Fire Fang on it.
1: He can run right up to it.
4: Okay, I'm gonna refresh my browser.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You can't miss it, so.
4: Oh, okay. Well, I rolled a two!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you hit but didn't crit. It is a stationary, Mm -hmm. you know, machine, so. Well. Like the only the only <laughs> way things would go bad if you rolled a one, so you're okay.
3: He, got
4: so he just close, like but... runs into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is with my accuracy rolls? Uh, what <laughs> does
1: what does uh, the fire? How, how does that strengthen fire in for that Michael?
3: Oh, with sunny. Yes, I don't remember. Let me. I have to look. Let
1: me look up in weather the... effects. Weather becomes oh, uh, fire type attacks can apply plus five bonus to damage. And water Supper, of minus five penalty. So add five to his attack roll. Okay. And
4: just like add it to the end. Yep, add it to the end. So forty-one fire physical.
1: Alright, that did 31 fire physical, which is just enough to scrap this one. So right. uh, Grunge leaps forward with his jaws aflame and just and just bites into the uh, Machinery just tearing it apart and reducing it to rubble fairly quickly. And the Magnemite, now twitching and kind of panicking about all these different things, looks around and is kind of like glancing around at all of you. And it's just there and kind of like sparks for a little bit. And then the sparks coalesce into a whole thing, which it turns and rams the spark towards Katana, which (sighs) slams into her with spark. Does 31 electric physical
3: damage. All right. Archie's gonna run out by Professor Sneeze. Okay. Um, and I don't think he has any moves that will range except lock on. Okay. So Archie's gonna lock on onto the Magnemite. Archie, lock on to the Magnemite!
1: Oops. Archie focuses down to lock on the Magmite. His next strike
2: will not miss. Mm-hmm. All
0: right,
2: Charlie's gonna give this Spinabot the boot. Ah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't roll it in my rolling container. Uh, twelve. That hits. All right.
3: That sounded like the beat.
2: And so that's gonna be that's a four beat. plus twenty-three. That is a twenty-seven normal physical attack.
1: That did 17 normal physical damage. It's not quite enough to injure or uh, faint the spin the spinadroid.
2: Well, crap.
1: Which responds by flashing out its claws and scratching at Charlie, and missing. (laughs) Ta ha! So the boot managed to knock it off balance enough that it didn't manage to land a hit.
2: Uh, Katana's going to hit the Magnemite with Fury Cutter. Okay. Uh,
4: It's a
2: 12. No, so that's a 17. 17 hits. All right. And... Ooh, max damage. 8 plus uh, 23 is going to be 31 physical bug.
1: It does zero bug physical. (laughs) So... She slashes down at him, but, or at the Magnemite, but the Magnemite, due to its, like, twitching and moving around, it actually hits... She actually only just hits the top of its top screw, which does next to nothing to it.
2: Actually, okay. around okay. erratically.
4: I'm going to go ahead and use Double Team so that then I can... You used uh, double
1: team last turn, so you don't need to do it again. Oh, you're going to use one of your coats. Sorry. Yes.
4: Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you're good. Um, so I'm going to use that to do rock smash over on the spinner rack that's by Charlie. Okay. And just add the...
1: Yep, add plus two to your d20. Roll. Yep.
4: Okay. okay, so I got a nine for accuracy. That hits. 28 fighting physical.
1: Okay, that did 18 fighting physical, which is enough to give it an injury, but not quite enough to faint it. So, uh... Liana, you strike out with your whip, which wraps around one of its legs, and when you pull back, you actually pull the leg off of it. And so it's kind of like moving a little off-kilter because of that, but it's still up and skittering around.
4: She, like, picks up the leg and waves it at the spinnerack, like, ha-ha! Uh, the,
1: That's
4: your leg! The leg
1: twitches once towards you and then stops moving.
4: Ugh. Can she keep that as a weapon?
1: <laughs> I let you have it. I let you have what? it. I let I, I, did, I did, like, make it exist, so sure.
4: Yes! <laughs> That's awesome. You have a
1: chrome, you have a chromed uh, giant spider leg.
3: So
4: sweet. <laughs> She's just gonna, like, somehow attach that to, like, a belt or something around her dress. All right, I'm gonna say, all right, last chance.
3: We just want to talk to Yash. We're not here to do any other damage. You made us do all the rest of this. So let us through. Uh, Um, I can roll a Pokemon Education along with that. Sure. uh, That is 21. Okay. Uh, With
1: that, um, first of all, you realize that you're not getting through. um, Mostly because you realize that this is in the very hostile section. This this Pokemon is very hostile towards you. And was from the beginning, mostly out of fear. Got it. It's, yeah, so... It is not listening right now.
3: Okay. Um, then I'm going to... Uh,
2: Interesting choice of uh, strategies there.
4: Ah, uh, yes. The loo loo, loo, loo. quite effective. <laughs> uh, uh,
3: I'm going to power up the hair muscles once again and use tri-attack upon it. We'll okay. see if uh, normal damage does anything to it. But uh, rolling the dang... 8 to hit. That hits. Right. 37 normal special. Normal special, okay.
1: Good. That did 4 damage. Mm-hmm. Which isn't quite enough to faint it. So, the multicolored light comes and, s- and washes over the magnemite and it kind of staggers from it but is still up and is still kind of weakly moving around and jerking back and
3: forth.
4: Alright. Grunge is going to run closer to the Magnemites and use Leer.
3: <laughs> um Give my stern I, look. Can Grunge cannot get, get
1: with close get close enough, close no, enough to yeah. use Leer on the Magnemites. Oh, Grunge can uh, close with the spinach, right? But
4: Yeah. Oh, that's right, that's still up. Okay, yep. uh Let's do that. I'll have him use fire thing again. Okay. Two for accuracy.
1: Okay, so So, uh, Grunge is super excited because he had a sudden premonition. Uh, His trainer is holding something that could easily be construed as a stick. (laughs) (laughs) And so he bounds towards Liliana looking super excited and and then realizes that there's a weird bug thing in his way. So he goes to snap at it, but he's Pay more attention to the stick. And so the <laughs> spinach is able to dodge to one side.
0: Oh, buddy. <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, the Magnemite sitting around there, it's like it's just twitching and moving back and forth, and it just lets out a screech. Mm. Oh, just a horrible metallic noise. Yeah, it shifts over to, it shifts, like it drifts a little bit to one side here, and then lets out this terrible metallic noise which is metal sound
0: Ooh.
1: and none of you are quite able to clap your e- clap your hands over your ears fast enough so katana and yep katana archie and professor sneeze lose uh lose two combat stages in special defense
3: that's noisy I don't like it archie use fury swipes a cheese attack From the cannot miss. Yep. Um, can't miss. Let's see if it crits. No crit. Um, let's roll a d8. It's a four. It's not gonna be as good.
1: A four is still hits three times, so 14. Oh.
3: 51 normal physical. That
1: did 10 normal physical damage just enough to give the Magnemite another injury and faint right. it. So Archie leaps forward and you see him calculate for a second and I know it says three slashes with furious swipes but he only slashes once directly over the marks made by Iron Rot. Mm. And so just gouges into them and the Magnemite shudders once and then just drops. And he's knocked
2: out.
3: Way to go Archie! Uh...
2: Charlie then is just going to try and just try and squash the spider. Again, in fact, it's going to be a struggle attack. We're just going to try and stomp on it. (laughs) Uh, That is a 18. That hits. And that's going to be a 5 plus 23, 28 uh, physical damage.
1: 28 physical, that does 18 physical damage which, yep, is enough to squash the bug. Woohoo! So, yep. So Charlie lifts up his foot and slams down on it, and all of the bits and important parts kind of scatter out. Cloud there. And so it just kind of ticks and stops thing, and everything kind of stills as you've defeated the last couple of enemies. And then, a couple seconds <laughs> later, the room plunges into darkness again after the uh, yep. cold light effect ends. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I Let's think that's the time we have for today. Uh, so thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestyradio.org pokemon-rollout, on Twitter at PokéRollPodcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash PokéRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokémon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokémon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at tapestryradio.org like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokéRollNick.
2: I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. Um... And then you can find me in the Rollout Tap Room in our Discord channel, uh, and uh, in the Puckle Discord as well. Um, I'll have a game episode of Game Com- Corner coming out soon from our PuckleCon episode, so uh, check us out there on um, Puckle Plus.
3: Uh, I'm Michael. You can find me on Twitter at m g l i l i e n t h a l, as well as in the other Tapestry Radio shows. Uh, I was also recently uh, one of the guests on a roundtable discussion on the Lured Up! podcast. Uh, That episode, I think, is about to be out uh, now, anyway. um, Also, I want to give a very special shout-out to our newest patron, Froxus. Welcome to uh, our patronage, and thank you so much for helping us out. Uh, We really appreciate it.
4: I'm Lydia, and you can find me on Twitter at LIL underscore Shadow eight. And definitely check out the Tap Room. I can't remember if we talked about this in any of our past episodes, but we've started doing Pokemon Mondays
3: mm-hmm. and
4: checking those out from different very talented artists and then theorizing with each other about how those uh, Pokemon came to have the type shift change. So it's pretty cool what some people come up with, so... Always check back on that for Mondays and give us some of your
1: I do so enjoy those Mondays. They seem like an, om- an homage to me. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Behind Your That's behind your E Y E L I. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash PokeRollPodcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Asher, Korax Alexandra, Nathan Jester, Ryan Felton, Michael Williams, Rochelle Graves, Zara, and Froxus. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. Next time on Pokemon Rollout, the trainers delve deeper into gym leader Yash's strange surgery wing. What are these strange modifications on the Pokemon that they find there? Why did the Magnemite attack them the moment they came in the door? And what is Yash doing there? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollout.
4: this made me think of it, but one of the previews before the movie yesterday was one for um, a staging of Hamlet where uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is Hamlet, oh. and there was one girl in the theater who was like, Hamlet, that tragedy is so overrated, it's really <gasps> extra, and I was like, <laughs> no. what? And there was this girl next to me who was like, is she
0: stupid? And I just looked at her
4: and I was like, thank you! Because, yeah, the girl was, like, going on really loudly in the back, and she's like, I don't really like Shakespeare, his tragedies are just, they're just too boring. But his comedies are okay. What? And I'm like, <laughs> what? I doubt you've actually read any of them. Nope.
0: <laughs> yep.
4: Like, oh Boring? My gosh. You
3: cannot describe the tragedies as boring, or the comedies as just okay. You describe the comedies as kick butt. That is how you describe the comedies. And you describe the tragedies as heart-wrenching. That's how you describe the
2: tragedies. The The thing I love about Shakespeare is, like, for me, uh, just as a listen, I I find it hard to get into it, but once you, like, read and delve into the script, it's like, oh my gosh, this is is amazing. Mm -hmm. One thing I want to share with our listeners, in case they haven't joined us on Facebook, is that recently uh, my family acquired a whole bunch of Pokemon plushes, and there's a Mega Blaziken, who is Bernie. (laughs) Yeah. And he makes noises <gasps> What? Yeah, li- listen carefully
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little Goku-ish uh, I was,
1: Right? Uh, that, that, that first one was him auditioning For the anime version of Dracula
3: Because <laughs> it was <laughs> blur. <blah. laughs> mm? <laughs> nice it's very
1: goofy. Yeah, uh, awesome. It's completely on brand for Charlie to call the lady old. But she's in her early 30s. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. Yes, I, I always try to rush through these. It's like, I don't need to rush through these. Milk it.
3: Milk it. She's yeah.
4: yeah. so excited.
3: And I'll make butter out of that milk and we'll cure our Look it
2: like a sea dot. <laughs> like, all the memes from, like, two episodes ago. (laughs) Bring it back!
1: And there's us laughing at our own joke, so
2: we're good. (laughs) Alright. Let me just make sure... I think I just have a smoking lady from here on out. Alright. Smoking lady? She is a smoking lady.
3: (laughs) Quite (laughs) literally.
1: They're not quite as literally as uh, the mo- the uh, wife from the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yep.
2: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. I suppose another slang term for this is you could call her a smoke show as well. <laughs> that's, that's a term I've heard never use before. What? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> to call someone a smoke show like they're like, a smoke show. I've never heard that. <laughs> really? I haven't
4: either. Who's yeah. old now? <laughs> oh,
1: just, uh, smoke show? Yeah, yeah smoke show.
4: I heard that. Oh,
1: I think they're just making things up,
0: right?
2: Yep. Well, I mean, isn't that just kind of how words work? People make things up. and people. Oh.
0: It only works
4: until they get trendy. <laughs> From Urban
2: Dictionary.
3: No <laughs> longer. Oh
4: no.
2: <laughs> oh, I was just gonna post that link. A word to describe someone so hot that you could basically see the smoke coming off yeah. them. Yep. Wow. That's, there it so is. So they're
4: like a lake in the morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if you're. I can't tell if you're referencing another phrase or that was just completely like, yeah, they're like this.
4: <laughs> I don't know if there's another phrase, but it's so good, I guess yeah.
3: Okay. They're like a lake in the morning. <laughs> Cause like that no, that
1: cause... that could have come straight from like a a fifties or sixties
3: era noir movie.
4: Detective <laughs> 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 grind is on the case. Hey, wait. Hey,
3: there was a post in Urban Dictionary about it as as late as March 13th of 2019, so we're not old.
4: Wow. <laughs>
1: I, I I can't remember the last time someone's referen- referenced Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So... <laughs> it's
4: an essential Shut... part of every English course. <laughs> I, I see. I was
1: wondering if the results may have been skewed towards the older uh, generation for the people who use Urban Dictionary. But... Oh, okay. <laughs>
4: it just took them that long to figure out how to post. <laughs> <laughs> This is turning into a roasting session right now. Uh, Like, honestly, if if there
2: was any, like, people to to cite Urban Dictionary, it would be us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Ooh, my face 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 hurts. hurts.
2: Okay. (laughs) I'll show this again. (laughs) She met back up with Charlie and Professor... Professor... Professor...
3: (laughs) Professor... All right. I know Machop or Trigger got um, yeah, some sunglasses. sunglasses. Oh, that that doesn't help you see in the dark, uh-huh. which are the opposite. Uh-huh. Hey, we all have our archetypes out. True.
4: Hey, archetype party. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if we get them all teamed up together, they'll summon Captain Planet. Oh boy, I thought you said they were gonna form Voltron for a second. Yeah, that too. Ooh. They'll form Voltron, and Voltron will summon Captain Planet. <laughs> it sounds like you're things <laughs>
2: I send more
1: of the words to, su- to song si- or the sound of silence. Hello? Hello?
3: Dark, oh. smile darkness, darkness, my old friend. Yes. Hey. <laughs> That's right.
2: the okay. You know, I can hear you guys just fine. And now, hey, weird thing. I can see my video now. What? Hey.
0: Whoa. <laughs> right. Turn it off.
2: Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Okay. <laughs>